today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Adam Oakfield is the president and CEO of FPM and FPM3 Marketing and the CEO of Vacuum Man. Uh, and he joins us on the program. I, I got to let our listeners know. First of all, good to have you back on the show. Uh, this Thank is you. Adam's birthday week. Okay. Uh, now, you and I and most everybody else in the world celebrates the day of their birth. It's a week-long festival <laughs> when Adam has a birthday. Uh, and I'm sure, I'm sure Michelle made it a big event for you. It was a, a phenomenal event, by the way, I should say. Yes, Bill. We don't do birthdays because, you know what, days is just one day. you got to have exactly. a week. So my, my, my wife made it a birthday, almost like, you know, uh, uh, like a holiday, like a Jewish holiday. Every day there was always, like, something new. So, anyway, it's been an amazing birthday week. So uh, I, have to, I have to say, when you're getting older, it used to be like you go to McDonald's and get your happy meal with your friends. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's a lot different these days. It's kind of like, ooh, what kind of new tech toys did I, do I get? And, and my wife... She loves tech as much as I do. So, uh, so when we were talking about technology and some of the cool things that we get, uh, last week I spoke about the Note Ultra and how yes. I had that little adventure and everything. Um, interesting enough, I had to return the phone, Bill. I had to give the phone back. The brand new Samsung Note Ultra 20 that I was all excited about and all the features and benefits that I was, uh, and it took me almost six days to get it up and running. I had to return it because there's a feature on the phone that it doesn't, it doesn't work with Mr. Oldfield. The problem with the phone is that I need dual SIM. I have two companies, as you know, and I have different phone numbers. Um, anyway, uh, I was told by Rogers online, told him Rogers in person, here your phone. I go to set it up. It doesn't come with a dual SIM. And get this, even more, it's not available on any network in Canada. Is that crazy, Bill? Wow, that's weird. It wasn't exclusive to Adam Oldfield. It wasn't like, well, Adam, you know, that, that's just because we don't like you. It was, this is not available in Canada. No Canadian network provider is offering the phone. Anyway, I, I'm a little surprised. We talk about technology and, you know, where we are. This is a little example of which, you know, maybe our country, as vast as it is, we are just, we're, we're being uh, stereotyped out of all of the great technology available out there. And this is an example of one. So anyway, the bottom line is, uh, I had to return my awesome phone that I was very excited about last week, Bill. You, you seem pretty broken up about it, too, because you were pretty excited. I, I am. You know, I've, I've actually had a few days to get over it. I had to return it on, on, on Wednesday. I mean, I went through a depression moment on Thursday. <laughs> I mean, you know, long walks along Bayfront. My, you know, Michelle and I, we kind of talked about it. I talked to my doctor. I'm actually coming back. It's just in time for Tech Talk, so I'm ready to talk about all the other great things in technology. <laughs> well, and there are a lot of them, as a matter of fact. I mean, I, you know, boys and their toys, and you've talked to us about some of these things, but Amazon's got some new stuff. You know what? It was Amazon's day to shine. And I'll tell you, man, did they ever. This week, Amazon is, and we're talking Amazon as the technology, the Alexa side, came out with some pretty amazing products. Um, this week, they made the announcement that they've got the new Echo speakers, which are spherical. Um, and it has this really cool surround sound. So where we were, you know, if you were using Alexa before, they look like these little uh, hockey pucks. 
Uh, yeah. Now they look like a large uh, spherical. They're really cool, actually. I was quite impressed. So they upgraded a couple of their Fire TV devices for their television. But the big announcement, the one that was really something that made me go, whoa, hey, step back, was their security system. Um, the always at home uh, feature that they have, and I'm not sure if you caught that, but it's an always home cam by their Ring device. For $250, they made their announcement that it's a drone, and we know we like drones, right, Bill? I yep. mean, Adam, Adam and his drones. Anyway, it's a, it's a little drone, and it's on a ring, the, almost like the security camera. And imagine it's about the size of your palm, and it can take off, and it will fly around your house and do video surveillance. So uh, it's a monthly fee of like $4.99. Uh, the, the cost of the drone is about $250 US, about $300 Canadian. And you can now put on uh, or have an internal video surveillance in your house. Um, so if you leave and, and, you know, like you think you left the stove on or something, uh, you can more or less turn it on. The drone will uh, take off in the house fly through the rooms and it will be able to determine fairly quickly whether or not, you know, Oh, look, the furnace or the, the stove is off. You're safe. But let's imagine you're sitting at home and, you know, for security reasons, we're working at home a lot more. You can now send the drone down to the front door and see if there is a, something that broke, smashed, or otherwise. So it's going to ruin all the horror movies of the future, but for a personal use, Think of a little drone security camera giving you live footage on your phone uh, flying around your house. Now, let's connect the dots here. Do you still need a license to fly that one? Because you, you have to be uh, licensed to use a drone. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what the inter- <laughs> the answer is? Yes, you do, according to the Canadian and, and Adam, laws. Adam, for the- those who have had drone, Adam is a licensed uh, drone pilot. Uh, a guy that, uh, with great fanfare got the and then crashed the drone about a week later. But I mean, he's got another one. So <laughs> I don't know how you passed the test. <laughs> you know, we had to you had to bring that up, didn't you, Bill? I brag about <laughs> who, who my drone, drone license. Drone? We have. <laughs> So this one comes with a lot of protective measures, but it's very Good. loud. Drones are loud. So yeah. keep in mind that it's not going to be, you know, quiet in the house when it takes off. But, yes, you do. It's not approved, by the way, uh, Bill, with the uh, the FCC and, the, and our Transport Canada. It is not approved. It's just been released. So there's probably a lot of uh, T's and I's that have to be perfected or uh, someone's got to check the small print to make sure it can work properly um, or operate correctly. So it's fully automated, though, and, and I guess that's really up to uh, our Canadian government to determine if you do need to you know, uh, register a flight plan for this in your house uh, if you were to buy one. Exactly. Anyway, interesting stuff, but uh, there are, as you say, rules and regulations that need to be followed. What's our buddy Elon Musk up to these days? Well, you know what? Elon Musk gets a lot of attention. And when we talk about what Elon Musk has been able to accomplish, one of them is that he has, under the SpaceX program, been able to take off and land. And he's been, you know, and again, Elon Musk has done a lot of amazing things. However, what, keeping on the topic of Amazon, and I think this is Amazon's week to shine, is that, and I, I didn't even know that, that Mr. Jeff Bezos and Amazon, they've been uh, uh, taking off and landing in a, uh, it's a recycling rocket is what it is, Bill. And, uh, and I know SpaceX is doing it, but it's called Blue Origin. And what it is is a rocket that takes off into space uh, and comes down and lands. Not only has it done this once or twice, it's done it seven times. 
And it's, it's what is it doing going up in space and coming back? Well, originally, the idea behind this was that, uh, I guess, Amazon, under Jeff Bezos' direction, um, wanted the Blue Origin be able to take passengers up into space. You would go right up to the cusp of the atmosphere. Uh, you'd have 10 minutes to float in space. And then you would strap back in and fly back and land. Um, it was, I don't know, maybe a gimmicky thing that they were going to make millions of dollars. Anyway, where it's come into handy is that now it's taking off and landing. Uh, right now, they've got 13 flights. Um, that it, and why this is so critical is that this sets a precedence, not just with Elon Musk, but with Amazon. The recycling rocket program means that we can take off and land going to space multiple times. So if we got to go fix a satellite, we got to go uh, remove space garbage, we have to try to get into space and come back. It's a stepping stone for the future of space tourism and space uh, eco uh, economy. I mean, this, this is really going to change the, the world. What I found interesting was that it's landed seven times over and over without uh, needing to be replaced. Um, wasn't getting a lot of attention. And what really drew it was Amazon's the one doing this. So it spells the future, Bill. We will be going and uh, leaving and returning from space uh, very, very soon. Very similar to getting in your car, driving to the grocery store, getting your car, drive it back. And this is an important development, and I, frankly, I'm surprised it's taken this long, uh, because you know, let's face it, anytime we've tried to go through there before, you you need a booster rocket, and, and that's expensive, and they just fall into the ocean somewhere, uh, so it's lost. You can't do a whole lot about those things. But it, this is more like the old science fiction movies we used to watch when we were kids, right? A spaceship that no. goes all over the place. You don't need a booster rocket; you just take off at your leisure and land wherever you're going and whatever planet it's going to be. And it's 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 great. And and it, amazingly enough, it's Amazon that brought this idea. This is amazing. It is. It really blew. I think what it blew me away was that we knew that SpaceX, what they did, SpaceX did different than Amazon's Blue Origin is that SpaceX actually sent humans up and in to return on a on a on a rocket, which was which is what got most of the fanfare. And, and I think it was a big uh, comical joke that the, 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 the two space pilots were Bob and Doug and yeah. all kidding aside, uh, you know, but what's in blue origin has not sent up humans yet. And I think that's why it wasn't getting enough attention. But what is interesting is that SpaceX was able to land or recycle. They refer the rocket recycling system is that it was been able to do it three times. You know, the fact that we're up to seven, I mean, it's a it's a massive growth and development. And you're right. It's bringing that Star Wars, Star Trek uh, spaceship leaves, spaceship lands, and there's no uh, waste or the cost is about to drop in the very near future for space travel is pretty much the 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 moral of this whole uh, exercise. All right, uh, we get to the hack of the week, which is almost, it is a weekly feature on the program when we do Tech Talk, but uh, we should probably add the, the court battle of the week, except that the winner week after week is going to be Epic Games and Apple. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Well, for starters, let's talk about the Epic Court game. We know that Epic Games, Fortnite, has been in this battle with Apple, and it's like, again, the $2 trillion company against the $500 uh, billion company. And now it's added a few more players into the mix. So Epic Games has now started a coalition of fairness um, that is going to be uh, representing many companies, including Spotify has now jumped on the uh, bandwagon. 
uh, and several other applications uh, have, co- uh, I'd say, d- decided to uh, create this uh, entity to go up against Apple. And what they're doing is they're really put, we, it's not just Epic Games anymore. This is a collaboration of several small, well, large, smaller application companies. Spotify being one of them, I find interesting because uh, Spotify is a major competitor to Apple when it comes to music. So Spotify, I think, is jumping into this a little bit to kind of push a little uh, into Apple's uh, uh, market. Uh, and why Spotify would want to do that is because the uh, scrutiny under it is Apple has been charging developers to create their programs, people to download their apps. Um, and now we can see that now Spotify, Epic Games, uh, and several others have started this not-for-profit group that is specifically going after Apple with its rules. So it's getting more intense, Bill, is what it's coming down to. This is not over. It's not just an epic Epic Games and Apple uh, having a bit of a tiff in the courtroom. This is a collaboration of many companies, and Apple may have to start to bend a little bit and understand that it's going to have to uh, eat a little bit on what it's charging small developers. Um, Jumping into the hack of the week, I'd like to go into the fact that the San Francisco University had 250,000 accounts that were compromised and are now available on the dark web. Why that's important is that we're back to school. And I wouldn't be surprised right now that, you know, with all of the COVID cycles and everything that's been happening, this is a testament that uh, a lot of IT departments haven't been able to be up to speed on all of the upgrades. So in that said, uh, 250,000 student information, uh, ID cards, uh, even all of their information of what's, what programs are taking, what courses are taking, um, this is just uh, an example that I think we're going to be seeing in the hack, the hack of the week of the future, Bill, and I hope I'm wrong, could be other universities in Canada and across the U.S. that are being uh, hacked with our information. So bottom line, uh, be prepared, folks. You're going to need to change that password. Uh, consider a two-factor authentication. I'm going to continuously repeat this weekly on Tech Talk, but you've got to make that effort. You've got to change your password regularly. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I'm shocked. You told the rundown what you want to talk about. DVDs. Everybody streams everything these days. And amazingly, the people in the DVD business right now are Netflix themselves. Well, Netflix started out as Redbox, which was how they started their business, where you would go to this box at a convenience store, a strip mall, and you would, you know, get a DVD, right? And it was intended to compete with Blockbuster. It was like a vending Um, machine. You'd pick it out and it'd drop down there and that was your movie. Right, exactly. And then they even did the mail order where you could now go online and you can actually order a DVD and then mail it to your house. Now, what blew me away is probably the same as you, Bill, was that two million people across North America continuously get their videos, their DVDs or Blu-ray from the mail. So they get their DVD delivered. Um, you know, there's no real time limit. So I think it's up to six months. You get your DVD or, or Blu-ray and you can sit on it. Um, what I found interesting when I dug into this a little more was, what do you mean? Why doesn't everybody got Netflix? What is the issue here? Uh, you know, streaming makes more sense. Well, first of all, you have still many, many areas across North America, Canada included, where streaming isn't possible. 
So it, we really do take for granted sometimes, you know, in major cities that we've got high speed internet. Um, there's still a lot of areas that don't get that. So you can have your DVD delivered. Um, what I found interesting about this though, Bill, is that it's gaining momentum. This is the part that blew my mind is that Netflix DVD mail system is growing. It's not just, you know, existing and maybe starting to uh, decline. It's growing. More people are choosing to go with DVD and Blu-ray. Now, the reason, and get this, and it makes sense again, um, not everybody's got unlimited data. Right. So when you have a family of four, and we know that Canadian data rates are so high, it's almost like, let's watch a movie. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not putting that on our streaming fees because we don't have a plan that we can watch videos, uh, you know, because our data plan doesn't allow it. Well, guess what? Many people are still capable of getting it mailed, and this could be the new future, Bill. Well, especially, uh, it actually came up early this week when the, the, the government introduced the thro- speech th- from the throne. Uh because there's still a lot of areas in Canada and the United States that have poor uh, internet service, and they just we we take it for granted because we see towers about every three blocks, right? But there's still remote areas right now, and this really came to a lot of people's attention when the COVID crisis hit last uh, spring, uh, because people had to work from home or learn from home sometimes, and they didn't have the internet capacity. So I I can understand people gravitating to this, and the longer we're going to be shut down with COVID, uh, the more people are going to say, "Hey, I'm I'm going to jump into this service." It makes all kinds of sense to them. It does, and it's very affordable. And to be honest with you, I just moved offices, by the way. I'll talk about that more with Vacuman in Hamilton. And if you can believe it, I'm in the north end of Hamilton. I only am available. Uh, the only available service for me is dial-up, Bill. And I'm in the north Are end of kidding? Hamilton downtown. I'm not kidding. I only found this out on Wednesday. We were in the middle of talking about moving. We got a new facility. I'm all excited. I've invested in Hamilton. And when I said, I like my high-speed internet, they said, mm, the only thing we have for you is dial-up. So it's not just me major cities because you know me as a tech guy going dial up you can't even imagine the voice in my head banging against the wall when i found that out well and that explains why you're doing the show on a rotary phone too i guess you know the, <laughs> uh, we, we, carrier pigeon we yeah. got we got to go we're out of time we'll uh, we'll talk about your new location and lots of other stuff next week have a great weekend and enjoy the rest of your birthday week thank you bill appreciate it talk to you soon adam oldfield of course tech talk brought to you by vacuum man The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.